So let's do this. It is um, the 23rd of June. Shit, two months from my birthday. Um, 23rd of June. And today's topic is going to be why Jordan Peterson trumps Taleb, Nassim Taleb, uh, any day of the week. I'm going to mute my freaking laptop so I don't keep getting emails here. So it's, uh, it's really funny. Uh, I, I just realized today that apparently I was uh, blocked by Taleb on Twitter, um, which is which is hilarious because uh, I had written up a script for this exact video. Uh, well, not a script, but just some points for this video about a week ago. And then I saw uh, Giacomo Zucco uh, hammer Taleb on, you know, some of his more statist uh, notions. And, um, and then obviously, you know, he said, uh, you know, almost all Bitcoiners are idiots or something like that. And then, you know, the Bitcoin community kind of brought that up. But, but it's really funny because I didn't say anything. Uh, I think I liked a couple Bitcoiners um, posts and he's clearly gone in there. You know, Taleb the Fragile has gone in there and blocked everybody <laughs> that has the word fucking Bitcoin or maybe like those tweets. Anyway, irrespective, where, where a lot of this came from for me, so, so the, the points that I had in the original um, topic here actually originated from a, from a disagreement I had with my brother um, about two years ago uh, when I bought him Peterson's 12 Rules for Life, which I think is a brilliant, brilliant book from a, from a principles standpoint and from a, from a character building standpoint. Um, and, you know, I mean, I, I've always liked Taleb's work. Um, I think Skin in the Game is a fantastic book. Um, you know, although I'll caveat that with saying that if you've read Skin in the Game, you probably don't need to read the rest of them. You know, that there's a lot of repetitiveness um, in Taleb's stuff. And I think uh, American Hoddle actually said it. Uh, if you're not a Bitcoiner or anything like that, American Hoddle is on, um, he's a hardcore Bitcoiner in the Twitter sphere. So definitely check him out. Shout out, bro. But um, he said that the marginal utility of uh, Taleb's work starts to decrease after you get about halfway through the through the book, which which is true. And it's funny because the the Talebians um, or the Talebites, they've been out there, um, you know, parroting his shit for years. And I think also Alan Farrington, who I'll, you know mention here, wrote a massive takedown of um, of Taleb. And I, I mean, granted, I still haven't even finished reading that. It's about a 60 minute article. It's huge. Um, but Alan Farrington's brilliant mind. Uh, I recommend you check out all his stuff and definitely check out, uh, check out that article where he takes down Taleb. Um, but, um, you know, all of these cracks recently appeared, but yeah, l like I was beginning with this uh, narrative is it started about two years ago when my brother and I had that argument. Now my brother's a classic, uh, markets monkey, basically, I'll call him, you know, he, he's arrogant enough and, you know, I guess narrow minded enough to view all the world in the eyes of uh, hedge funds and, you know, and risk and convexity and, you know, uh, um, volatility and GIP models and all, all sorts of other bullshit that he, um, you know, that, that his framework allows him to view the world through. So, you know, if, if you're not a, uh, you know, Jim Simmons running a, a quant hedge fund, you're a fucking moron basically in his eyes. Or if you're not a Taleb um, who can put together fancy graphs and, you know, statistical mathematics, you're an idiot. Um, so, so that, that's, that's, you know, my, my brother's mindset. And, and the, the disagreement we're having was around, um, 
was around, you know, Jordan Peterson, my brother, saying that, oh, you know, he's just the he's just the charlatan because, you know, he talks about IQ and all that sort of stuff, which as if you're familiar with Taleb's work, you know, Taleb likes to debunk the notion of IQ being used as a functional measurement for people's um, for people's success. Now, at the same time, Taleb goes on about, you know, the importance of heuristics um, and, you know, not, you know, becoming married to uh, data models. Um, you know, in his book, he talks about, you know, the, the fact that your grandma probably um, had better mental models and heuristics for living the good life. Um, and, and I was trying to explain this to my brother that, you know, the, the message that Taleb had in Skin in the Game, for example, was very similar to, you know, the overarching messages of, um, of Peterson's book. Um, but I felt like Peterson's message and his just general demeanor, his humility, um, his, his ability to really like come from the soul versus come from the mind, um, I felt was just way more authentic, way more, had a lot more depth to it um, and delivered the message much more eloquently and more powerfully. Again, in saying that, I love the way Taleb, you know, his snarkiness and his sassiness, um, you know, is delivered in his books. I, I love both their writing styles actually, but, but again, I just felt the authenticity um, in in Peterson's work, uh, more so. And um, anyway, so so that kind of spawned then during during that argument with my brother. And and, and what I realized was, I was far more um, in the in the school of uh, you know the, the the character and principle versus just the um, the mental elitism almost um, that that you know the the Talebian type of persona represents is that. Um, you know, if you don't understand what I'm talking about, or if you don't agree with me, you're a fucking moron. Um, and look, granted, I actually even do that myself a lot, you know, so, so if you look at a lot of my writing, my blogs, my talking, my videos, whatever, um, I, I do have that element of me as well. Um, and, and I think that, not to blow smoke up my own ass here, but I think that comes with a level of intelligence. Talib is obviously intelligent, um, but I think he, um, He's hypocritical in many ways. Um, I don't believe he's um, he's as intelligent as he likes to represent. I think the viewpoint or the context within which he likes to frame everything in life, um, you know, may in some cases lack some principles, and you know the way he probably lives those, um, you know, purported values or frameworks I don't think actually aligns like you know in his Twitter he says he's a you know deadlifter or some shit but he's a fat fuck like I mean he looks like shit like compare Peterson with him and I you know I think they're roughly of a similar sort of age bracket I mean Peterson looks fit he lives it like you know he runs that carnival diet um you know he, he's he's a exemplary he's a good example of um of someone who I think again is you know, the, the word authentic just keeps coming up. So yeah, so coming back to the the difference between my brother and I. So my brother is again he, he's just an example of one of those um, arrogant market monkeys who just they view the entire world through that lens, um, and they can't like he's a complete Bitcoin naysayer for example. He has no idea 
why Bitcoin exists. He refuses to understand it. He views it as some asset that is tradable and you know, you're trying to get beta and it's a high beta product. So, you know, periods of high volatility, you avoid it. And for him, there's no notion there of um, the idea of the reinvention of the monetary layer in society. Um, he just views it as a tradable asset, um, not unlike other derivatives which you could potentially trade and make some fucking money from. And in his mind, it's impossible because the world is too complex and random. And, you know, because his models that he likes to trade with don't account for the creation of new paradigms, um, despite him trying to parrot some of fucking Ray Dalio's work, um, that they don't allow the, um, the, the understanding um, or even the, the potential for discovery of the creation of a new network, of a new infrastructure. Um, and, you know, despite my uh, multiple attempts at trying to describe, you know, Bitcoin kind of like the internet and, you know, that, you know, many people had no idea what this uh, communications network that was built on, you know, packet routing for fucking data would actually eventuate into there was, there was no way to, to tell that but it had these you know these necessary building blocks and here we are with bitcoin you know 11 years in um that's been able to leverage the interconnectedness of the internet uh, to deliver things like digital scarcity and a you know a monetary network with you know a fixed set of rules that we you know, achieve consensus on every 10 minutes without knowing who the participants are. It's a fucking incredible um, discovery, but you know, none of that apparently matters. Um, you know, I showed him the, the anti-fragile article by um, Unchained Capital, uh, Parker Lewis, that's right. Shout out, bro. Um, you know, that article, I was like, oh, you guys are all fucking idiots. You Bitcoiners don't understand fragility and, you know, convexity. And it starts throwing some fucking talibisms in there as if he understands the notion behind the anti-fragility that was discussed in the fucking article, which talks about Bitcoin as a network being anti-fragile, not as a fucking derivative product that you can trade and talk about fragility there. You know, he starts relating it to volatility in the marketplace and that when the vol goes up, the price of Bitcoin falls. What the fuck? So anyway, it just goes to show for me, and this is why I wanted to do the video originally before I got blocked by, you know, Fragile Talib, is, you know, that kind of mind frame, you know, so, so these, um, these, you know, market guys have no fucking clue. And then that really extends to all these macro monkeys as well. Like, you know, the, um, the Raul Pals. Now, Raul and Nassim are in two completely different universes, you know, I can, or at least different galaxies. They might be in the same universe. But, you know, Talib is actually intelligent. Raul's a fucking moron. Um, he's just set up his little, you know, he's an old school, you know, Ivy League type uh, dude who got into um, Goldman Sachs, not because he was smart, but because he was an analyst. Um, and, you know, did, did his stint there. Like, you know, and he's, he's been wrong for 10 years about the impending doom of the markets. Um, and he was wrong about the bounce you know, after Corona. He's been wrong about everything. He just... You know, when you're a fool of randomness, so I'll use a tel talibism here, um, you know, there, there comes a point when you're right. And Raul Powell and a lot of the macro monkeys are the, the same shit. You know, they don't understand Bitcoin. They, they fail to understand or um, fathom the implications of the recreation of the, the layer 
through which we as human beings, as a species, as homo sapiens, whatever you want to fucking call us, are able to save and transact the product of our labor. You, know, you can't have society without that. And these guys fail to understand how Bitcoin transforms that fundamental building block for society. Um, and, you know, so, so whether you're a macro monkey who just doesn't get it or whether you're a Talib, um, a Talibite um, who, you know, sees and views the world through the lens of um, you know, effectively trading in markets, um, you know, you, you, you're missing these things. So, and, and that's because I, I think there's a lot of a failure to, to come at things from first principles with authenticity, with, um, with character and with like a strong rooting um, in the, um, the ideology and less the statistics and the math, for example. And, and um, so anyway, to, to wrap this up, um, I, I still like Talib's work. Um, I think, you know, I'll still recommend his stuff forever. Um, whether I'm blocked or not, I don't give a shit. I'm not that precious. I agree 100% with um, American HODL's sentiment about, you know, the, the marginal utility really begins to, um, to decrease as you know, you pass the halfway mark. I mean, you could probably read Skin in the Game the whole way through, it's probably a really good one. There's no need to read the entire Encerta. You know, you're just gonna get the same shit regurgitated over and over again with some different characters. Um, it's the same principles, the same, the same stuff. But um, I think like, for example, going down the rabbit hole on Peterson's work, um, his book is fantastic. And then, I mean, I, I could, literally watch clips of that guy um, all day. He's eloquent, um, he's authentic, um, he delivers the message consistently and congruently every single time. Um, I think he's in a league of his own when it comes to someone like Taleb. So if you're someone who has either heard of both, um, I would you know, obviously recommend you to continue with both. Um, if you haven't heard of either, um, I would definitely recommend Peterson over Taleb any day. Um, or if you've heard of one or the other, now you know my opinion. So that's my two cents. I'm gonna get out of here because I have some other videos to do. I'll see you guys in the next episode. And um, thanks for listening.